Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to Christina Aguilera Track Battle. I'm your host Bags, super fan and lover of all things Xtina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready fighters? Let's spin the wheel. Tilt your head back. And that's going up against... Like I do. (sighs) Yes, R&B Tina is here. Love it. These two songs, two great collaborations that she has been involved in absolutely loads to talk about for both of these so let's begin proceedings without further ado and start off with tilt your head back so this is a song um that was a duet or collaboration or featuring whatever you want to say with absolutely huge artist rapper and singer extraordinaire nelly who is known for songs like hot in here with two r's dilemma and of course tilt your head back um so this uh song was taken from his third studio album released in 2004 uh called sweat um this was a dual album released uh, so he had two albums that were released at the same time which were supposed to sort of complement each other uh, one was called sweat which had sort of very up-tempo bangers on it and uh, one called suit which was a bit more sort of a vibe um r&b chill down that sort of thing but they were supposed to complement each other uh, both re- both released at the same time he was sort of picking a single off one and a single off the other um and this was released as sort of the second single from that album um the song was written by Nelly, Dorian Moore and Tegamold Newton and also Curtis Mayfield and it was produced by Domo Beats. Um, Curtis Mayfield is a name that some people may recognise. The reason why he has a writing credit on this is because the song samples the song Superfly by him and it forms the basis of the instrumental. Um, So this song was a huge, huge hit for both Nelly and Christina. Um, It went to number five in the UK. Um, It only went Went to number 58 on Billboard Hot 100, which is very interesting because the song itself, worldwide, when you take away the US, was absolutely huge. Did absolutely brilliantly in Europe, um, you know, oceanic territories. Really, really good. Um, I mean, I think the reason why um, for its sort of um, not great chart position in the US, the label, um, Nelly's label in the US, pulled a lot of the promotion for Tilt Your Head Back. Uh, to sort of make way for um, a song called Over and Over, which was on the same album. Uh, That was gaining a lot of traction due to its sort of country crossover vibe. Um, You know, country is absolutely massive in America and a crossover hit does very, very well. The reason why it does very, very well is because it gets played on all these different radio formats. Um, You know, not only just um, country or uh, pop, but, you know, rhythmic, that sort of thing. And, And once you've got that crossover hit that gets played on a lot of different radio formats you're running um you know it's going to do very very well and it brings a lot of attention to a lot of people um but you know because of that um 
that appeal that it had uh, and also the label quite worried that Christina was very much overshadowing Nelly on his own song I mean she was giving this queen diva realness on this song but Universal which was Nelly's label at the time I mean that's just rude isn't it um you know it, it did so well around the world and only in the US did this happen um you know it's like labels and radio have been against Christina for many many years and sort of want to limit her success um I mean I think believe seriously believe that it's a conspiracy um that i think it's true you know she's never been involved in sort of payola payola being that radio stations get paid to play songs a certain amount of times per hour um or she's not really been this sort of artist behind the scenes um you know being involved in sort of shady dealings that obviously happen in the music industry and she's very much just let her talent speak for herself uh you know that's of course the reason why that i'm obsessed with her um but you know i think this sort of very much happened with um you know a song like dirty as well it did absolutely brilliantly in a lot of territories apart from the us where it just completely stalled um so it seems to me that you know there may be some sort of blacklist against her um and you know that's the reason why um certain songs which where they perform very good elsewhere in the us don't perform as well you know it is harder to get a good hit on on the billboard hot 100 as well because you've got to rely on radio airplay and you know not just sales where you have to do that much more in the uk you know downloading and streaming and sales contribute to the charts more than um, you know anything that involves radio play um so you know i suppose it's a bit of a weird thing but yeah just just obviously mentioning that little that little conspiracy here which you know we like to talk about um so going back to tilt your head back a bit of a background to this song um this song was originally meant to be a duet with nelly and britney spears yes that britney that christina and britney have both started their careers on on the mickey mouse club with justin timberlake ryan gosling to name a few been very unfairly pitted against uh, each other in the media ever since their debuts in 1999 that Britney Spears you know Britney um great great artist um you know great performer great entertainer um there is a lot of you know there's a lot of um, you know animosity between Britney fans and Christina fans I think you know the, the the tide has turned the differences have been put aside um you know Britney in her own right has released some very very great albums and great songs along the years as well as Christina has had both very different artists and both do completely different things um you know and the reason why they were unfairly pitted against each other is because they were both blonde females uh, of a similar age that both had very similar backgrounds um and coming out in the teen pop um you know era where their debut albums were very much as part of the teen pop genre um was the reason why they were unfairly pitted against each other throughout their careers um but anyway going back to Britney um so Britney was um originally approached to do this song but her record label Jive rejected the idea of Nelly and Britney duetting as they thought that the song Tilt Your Hair Back was too urban for Britney even though Britney wanted to do it you know Britney's been a very big fan of urban music um you know there was actually a demo recorded um but the actual final studio recording either never came to light or it never was done um it's quite sad because it's come to light more recently, um, you know, over the past year in 2021, 2020, how much suppression and restrictions Britney was under, you know, not only from her record label, but from her family as well, you know, choosing what she was allowed to do, what she's allowed to record, what what she can do in terms of her art, what promotion she can do, what she can and can't do there, um, and also what she can release. Um, you know, there's been so many huge hits that Britney has recorded demos for um, or has been, you know, offered 
the song, but eventually they've been passed on by her record label and maybe she's not even had a chance to get a look in. Um, songs like Telephone by Lady Gaga, Umbrella by Rihanna, When I Grow Up by Pussycat Dolls, to name a few. Um, but even more recently in 2021, um, the full demo of Tilt Your Head Back recorded with Britney's vocals was leaked, which led to a massive flurry of fan-made mashups of Christine and Britney's version. So the closest thing we'll get to a duet between the two, I think, unless they record one themselves. But, um, you know, very, very cool to see both of their voices together on one track, um, you know, singing the same song as well. Uh, you know, not just mashups of existing songs that they've done. Um, but her demo was recorded and it was released. Um, and, you know, Christina obviously brings a lot of power to her voice and there's a lot more ad-libs and the way that she has sort of harmonised, you know, very much as a studio version of the recording. Um, and then a demo version, you know, Britney has got a lot more of the breathier vocals a lot more sultry um and, and brings a different vibe to the song as well um but yeah that wasn't meant to be um so following the rejection from britney's label the song was sent to janet jackson and also christina and then the final choice ended up being christina and ended up being the song that we all know today um so what a journey the song's been on and and this this happens um you know in the music industry um songs are passed around um we know that even christina has uh, recorded some songs um of some certain producers and writers that have had these songs in their sort of toolbox of music um for quite some time and then they're taken out when they're working with these artists and eventually they can um come to light and even you know put another new spin on the song or actually record the song themselves and release it um but yeah very very interesting as well because a massive hit that nelly also had a couple of years before uh tilt your head back was a song called dilemma featuring kelly Rowland, and that song was initially offered to christina but she rejected it so yeah really really weird i mean look at all of this stuff happening behind the scenes and this sort of intersong auction that's taking place it would have been interesting to hear christine on a song like dilemma as well because that was also a big big hit um for for nelly um and um you know obviously wasn't meant to be i have to also put in the thing that makes me laugh about dilemma is the music video where kelly Rowland is messaging nelly on a microsoft excel spreadsheet please look it up it's absolutely hilarious um but anyway back to Tilt Your Head Back. I told you we had lots to talk about for both of these songs, but Tilt Your Head Back has been on a big journey to become the song that we know today. Um, so the song is very much a pop slash hip hop number with influences of jazz and soul here with horn sections in the fray, thanks to the Curtis Mayfield sample. And the song is sort of this back and forth flirtorama between Christina and Nelly, very tongue in cheek, very teasing, very playful. Um, and, you know, there's sort of very much this flirty vibe with the both of them. Um, of course, as it was released as a single, there was a music video. Uh, the music video was directed by Little X and it was set in this sort of 1940s speakeasy. Think, you know, Bugsy Malone, that sort of thing. Nelly plays a gangster who is wanted by the law and Christina portrays very much like a Marilyn Monroe figure or even Marilyn Monroe herself with the, the classic Granny Tina curls as dubbed by the fighters uh, that she was sporting uh, during this time. Um, and then they sort of extend their flirty nature, teasing backwards and forwards in different settings and eventually Nelly goes to the speakeasy to pick up Christina um, flirts with her on stage while she's performing and eventually the cops chase them uh, they get caught but uh, run away just in the nick of time in a car with Christina and then there's that wink to the uh, camera at the end 
breaking the fourth wall, which is fantastic. Um, during the making of the clip, Nelly gave a gift to Christina, um, $55,000 worth of jewels as a parting present, which resulted in a rumour that both of them were dating. I mean, can't a boy give a girl a nice present anymore without people jumping to conclusions, even if it's worth $55,000? <laughs> um, it's nice that, you know, she got that. Good on you, Christina. Um, but they have also performed this together as well, being that they released it as a single. Uh, they performed it together once at the Video Music Awards MTV in 2013. And really, really great performance here with Christine at the beginning singing the Dirty Blues, um, spelt like her iconic single at the beginning and then revealing Nelly as the piano player and then kicking into this 1920s theme performance. There's a dance break, which is fantastic. Really, really good. Um, please check out the, the, the YouTube performance of it. It's absolutely brilliant i love at the end you can see kanye west you know clapping and standing up and uh and beyonce as well is there people thought it was quite shady that they zoomed in on her because you know beyonce um at the time was just kicking off her solo career um and christina was very much enjoying um uh, coming out of a very very much sort of a peak uh, in terms of stripped and was absolutely getting a lot of awards and that sort of thing i mean people obviously thought it was shady i don't think it is i i mean complimentary Tell me what you think. Let me know. Send me messages. Um, let's look at favourite lyrics and favourite parts of Tilt Your Head Back. My favourite lyric has to be, uh, you got some nerve thinking you're so, got a little bit of that, little bit of this, little bit of rap with a little bit of bitch. Uh, very, very badass and uh, rolls off the tongue very well, rides the beat very well. I just love it. Uh, my favourite part is the hustle for me hustle bit or at the end as well where Christina says Nelly Nelly you make me so sweaty which references the album title that it's from which I think is just genius 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 there and you know and her ad-libs are great. The way that the the vocals are layered especially in the chorus is just gold. It sounds so good and you know absolutely brilliant um you know really 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 nice um where where the vocals are harmonized uh but yeah some great parts in this song as well really really great collaboration and a really great warm-up as well for sort of the head first dive christina would take in the following couple of years in the lead to the release of the 20s 30s 40s inspired back to basics uh, it's nice to see that she was sort of dabbling in these sort of side projects where um she was getting to sort of dip her toe into sort of the big lake of being uh, in part of the jazz world and um, you know really sort of showing that she can do a lot of different genres and a lot of different styles um, and as we know she sounds very much at home on jazz and a song like Tilt Your Head Back where you've got jazz incorporated and fusing with different genres like hip-hop and R&B um, it just sounds absolutely brilliant um, but yeah and it's great that you know the song that's had a lot of history as well um, you know in terms of the way that it's come together um, and it's nice uh, that they have collaborated together seeing as that they were going to on, on a song on Dilemma. Uh, it's nice to see that eventually they did collaborate on a really, really good song and a great hit for both of them as well. So let's go and look at the song that Tilt Your Head Back is up against, which is Like I Do, which I know I like I do. So Like I Do um, is track number eight, as it appears on the track list, released on 2018. No, no one says years like that anymore. 
2018's Liberation. Um, so the song itself was written by Christina Goldlink, Taylor Parks, Whitney Phillips, Anderson Pack, Sang Hyun Lee, and Dumbfound Dead. Um, and it was produced by Anderson Pack with additional co-production by Brilliant, spelled B-R-L-L-N-T, all in caps lock, and Dumbfound Dead. Um, and this is one of two songs that Christina's done with Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack is a great artist and a great producer as well. Um, initially, the song did have Anderson Pack as the feature in sort of the leaked track listings that that sort of did the circulation and did the rounds before Liberation's final track listing was confirmed. Um, but um, instead, it was changed last minute to featuring Goldlink. Um, I mean, maybe Anderson Pack was the um you know the, the rap artist on there um and I, I, there was another version done with gold link and i presume that was the version that was chosen um, i mean anderson pack has his own solo material which is so good i urge you to check it out amazing honey like vocals and the sound that he produces as well is absolutely great uh, like i said i guess the version with gold link was the one that was preferred i mean we may never know uh, but anderson pack a great great artist he's the guy who's recently formed a duo act with bruno mars called silk sonic uh, which they have released some some songs together got an album in the works as well um, they did a song called leave the door open which went to number one on billboard hot 100 uh top 20 in the uk as well uh really really big song so yeah that's that's anderson it's that anderson pack that's worked with christina no other one um so in 2017 there were pictures on social media of anderson pack with christina and also mark ronson uh, which led us to believe that maybe Mark Ronson may have also done some stuff for Liberation as well, following their work that they did together on Back to Basics, um, but didn't come to light. Maybe Mark was just checking out some of the stuff that Anderson and Christina had done together, as Mark and Anderson also were doing work together as well. Um, as we know, there was a lot of stuff, a lot of songs recorded for Liberation, Um you know, normally the songs that Christina records are the ones that actually end up on the album and there's not too many leftovers. But um, uh, I think, I, I believe, um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, there was a lot more stuff recorded for Liberation uh, that did not necessarily make the cut. Um, you know, Christina sort of basically confirmed this herself, saying that there was, um, you know, some leftovers, a super special album was in the vault that lovely vault of Christina's that she never lets us open. Um, but, um, you know, there was a lot of stuff that didn't make the cut. Um, but some stuff has actually leaked. You know, there were some demos. Um, there's a song called Search the World, uh, rumoured to have been produced by Pharrell, um, and then a song called Lolita, which um, the demos of both of those songs were leaked. Uh, Lolita is still available on YouTube, but Search the World, nowhere to be found anymore. Um, so maybe that was one that was on the extra special album that's in the vault. Um, but yeah, maybe Mark Ronson also has contributed to some some to some work and maybe Anderson practice some more as well um but you know some great great work that they've done together on liberation um so like i do was released as a teaser single uh, about a week before the album was released and it premiered on the beats one radio show which is hosted by zane low um i have to say one of her best radio-based interviews in recent years um zane low is a fantastic interviewer he is so good and asks some great questions as well um he deserves a lot of credit for doing what he does on on that beats one show it's a really really good show um and you know he doesn't ask the same old questions like a lot of radio interviewers do i mean a lot of a lot of radio interview viewers start asking christina about you know mickey mouse club and 
um you know her old music and um you know just just the same questions again and again um whereas he was asking a lot of stuff you know a lot of the uh, you know what's to come her inspirations behind liberation um you know and he didn't sort of just put her in this box of being a nostalgia act he actually you know really really put her on a pedestal and um she sort of came out of a shell a bit more and started to respond to questions which she wouldn't necessarily respond to so really really great interview i have to say do check it out if you can find it he deserves way more credit for being a great interviewer but like i do was premiered on there and um you know showcased on there and um zane Lowe was saying how much of a great song it is and how she can switch up a genre and still you know it's christina aguilera it's really really good um so this song um, is very much like a polished, sexy R&B number. It's all about the vibe. As we know, a lot of the tracks on Liberation really focused on the vibe and the feel of songs as opposed to sort of like vocal ability or diving headfirst into a theme per se. But here on Like I Do, the vibe, this R&B chilled vibe is here in full force. But there is also the catchiest flute in the background, which will never leave your head after you've listened to the song. This is very much like tilt your head back in terms of its content. It's this sort of backwards, forwards, flirty, competitive energy between two people. Um, and I like that you can hear Goldlick in the, in the background as the backing vocalist throughout the whole song because it sort of says that he could be singing the lyrics, but she could be singing the lyrics as well. It's this sort of thing that's going on between two people. And I love that the sort of song switches up its structural formula and it puts gold link um you know in terms of his rap at the beginning of the song which you know you would expect that you know the rap would become part of the middle eight or you know sort of break up the song in between but it's it's nice to see that the the rap starts at the beginning of the song and what a great rap it is you know there's reference to christina's star sign here sagittarius um also previous songs in her discography like genie in a bottle ain't no other man and to top it off aunt viv and uncle phil from the fresh prince of bel-air um, but yeah it's a great rap and gold link's fantastic fantastic artist and it's great that he's featured on this song um let's look at favorite lyrics and favorite parts uh my favorite lyric in case you need a little reminder i've been doing this way before you i mean this is legendary outside the context of the song it could be that you know this is to new artists that christina's unfairly compared to in the media and her saying to the media you know I've been doing this way before them. You need reminding. It's very savage, very sassy. And, you know, she is the moment and we live for it. Um, you know, it's Christina's world and we're all living in it. <laughs> um, Favourite part, I mean, can I say all of it? I mean, the song just goes to another level. You know, as astronomical as it was already in the bridge uh, with the layered vocals and how Christina rides the beat. Oh, it's just, you know, it, that's the bit that it just goes to the next level you know the song already is great and then when we get the layered vocals ooh, can't keep running your mouth um and that beat it just ah, it's just brilliant it's so good um there was a lyric video that was released for the song it's sort of this black and white um where it features two dancers expressing the meaning of the song um you know through dance having this sort of to and fro flirtatious dance off you know sort of representing the lyrics and then the lyrics sort of showing up around them it's very very cool i mean lyric videos are normally released as sort of a pre cursor to when an official single release is going to happen or an official music video but hey we got none of that which you know was a shame but it would have been so good to see um, sort of an actual music video from this I mean we did I mean I can't complain you know we did get you know some more than one music video from um 
you know from liberation uh, you know which more than happy with because you know before you like lotus um, you know we got your body and you know that essentially was it um but um you know it was good to see that we had a lot of content that was released from liberation but you know like i do it would have been nice to see like a full music video because it's a great song i mean you know the song is so good that it got itself a grammy nomination for best rap slash song performance you know which is iconic as this song was not actually released as an official single but still recognized by the grammys which you know just shows how good this song is it was up against and i don't have to say this artist but six lack or black and j cole uh, a song called pretty little fears uh, this is america by childish gambino um cesar and kendrick lamar all the stars and post malone the 21 savage rock star uh, it lost to childish gambino but, i mean that's fair because you know that song and its message was was absolutely huge and um you know it's an deserves to be recognized in terms of its message um you know and needs to be understood as well um but i mean controversial opinion here um you know like i do should have won <laughs> but you know i'm biased here uh, another controversial opinion i think that like i do should have been an official single or at least released as you know like the first single or something pushed more of a single of some sort you know it's such a good song and it deserves to be recognized and you know a lot of critics were citing this as an album highlight as well showed a completely different side um to christina as well and you know we got we did get the ad libs at the end we've got signature christina in there and the song itself is so catchy you know it's got experimental vocals crossover appeals summer vibes it's very slick very smooth it just would have shown the masses a different side to christina but you know i expect that she, i completely respect that she went abstract and released accelerate as the first single something very left field very experimental you know shows how much of a great risk-taking artist she is and um you know like i do and a lot of the stuff on liberation is very different to what she's done before and it still is a great song and one that actually you know the people that do know it and the people that have recognized it um you know can see that the song has a lot of potential and it is very very um good and very catchy and just absolutely brilliant so we've heard about tilt your head back and we've heard about like i do do i have to do the next bit <laughs> this is gonna be so 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 hard oh come on bag she signed up for it so you've got to choose a winner here oh this is really really difficult but i think i've made a decision so with gritted teeth let's get that drum roll please And the winner is... Like I do! You know, I was so ready to just <laughs> go straight to... Thank you for listening! That's it for today's show. <laughs> oh my god, that was proper difficult. Um, I mean, like I do just pipped it just because it's just so smooth. It's a song I revisit more than Tilt Your Hair Back as well. So I think that's probably the reason why I, I did choose that as the winner um both of the songs are so infectious and i love the flirty energy but you know like i do just has lots of other different things to make it stand out you know like the experimentation the vibe that just sort of sealed the deal for me um and the fact that it should have been a, a proper official single as well um but both great songs oh god that was difficult i need to lie down now um next episode we're going to be looking at a bionic song fit for a queen versus a stunning show-stopping ballad. 
you will have to find out which songs they are when you join us next time thank you so much for listening that is it for today's show um i really appreciate all the love that you share with me and keep it coming if you like the show please be sure to subscribe leave a review on the podcasting platform that you're listening to this on um leave me comments check me out on instagram and twitter the handle that you're looking for is at xdina track battle and and now i'm off to listen to both tilt your head back and like i do and just lie down because that was really difficult ta-ta